TWS News Time 422. Scott Beatty with you, and the mayor of Urbana is Diane Marlin, joining us for her monthly conversation with us on the latest in city happenings. Mayor Marlin, good afternoon to you. Hi, Scott. How are you? Doing well. Good to hear from you. Last night, uh, city council finally uh, put some uh, closure, I guess, to the procedures on public comment. I know you had proposed a three-minute cap for people. It settled on four minutes. Are you good with that uh, going forward? Yes, I think that was a good compromise. What we did is we added a section to city code that specifically covered um, rules for Zoom meetings. We've been trying for months to kind of adapt the um, rules we had for in-person meetings and you know it's very different on zoom so we i just draft we drafted a whole new set of public input or public comments rules for zoom meetings and i think it'll be um, much easier to implement and be very consistent and that's really what the public um, needs is predictability at these meetings and you've been a part of city council meetings as mayor and a member of the council as well now for several years. Has the mm-hmm. tone changed? Is it different? I mean, we're, as a society, under some stress here, given everything that's going on. Do you feel like this is different than what you've experienced in the past? It's different than anything I've experienced. And um, longtime staffers have said the same thing. But yes, the tone had changed um, this year, particularly, um, well, during COVID, and it really reflects the stress we're feeling um, from the pandemic as well as the um, incidents with um, policing and concerns around public safety. So that's another reason I we believed it was really important to um, get some parameters in place and um, try to bring some respect and civility back to our city council meetings because you know they one of the hallmarks of urbana is that we were always very inclusive and welcoming to public compliment and we listened and um recent months um kind of worked in the opposite direction for that for most people so so it's it's a long time coming and it was um you know we had a couple of meetings to discuss it but council passed it last night so those rules will go into place beginning next week indeed and and just finally on, on the matter uh, it was passed along that you may have said this last night that it's not necessarily common across all cities uh, to have public comment I didn't realize that or verbal comments at least maybe written comments um, glad that the, the procedure stays there even if there's adjusted rules well, Open Meetings Act requires public comment at every public meeting. So, yes, there's public comment across all cities. And But as we researched how people were handling it during the pandemic, it varied widely. Some cities only do written comment via email. Other people, other cities would have verbal comment, but it would range from, you know, a, a 20 minutes total in the meeting to um, unlimited from three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, um, you know, there was a there's just a wide variation in how cities have accommodated these Zoom meetings. So, we took a look at a number of different cities and at our own experience here, and settled on um, up more no more than one hour of public comment per meeting, four minutes per person, uh, with a number of other um, 
pretty basic parameters in place. So I think it's a good compromise. Mayor Diane Marlin is with us from the city of Urbana. Other matters, the Landmark Hotel, which has been in the design phase, they're asking for an extension due to COVID. Uh, how do you feel about, uh, I, I'm sure it's not desired, but given the circumstances, how do you feel about an extension for that and the outlook for its completion? I'm very supportive of the extension. Basically, they're asking for one year. They would like to begin construction in July of 2021 and then open late in the year of 2022. We're very pleased that they're still committed to the project. We've been in regular communication with them throughout the last six or seven months. They bought the hotel in late January and then had begun work right away on branding and identity and initial and then COVID hit and everything slowed down or stopped. So so they gave us a revised timeline. They're committed to the project. The um, agreement is in place, and I think I think we're going to have a wonderful project. It's just going to be delayed, which is understandable. You know, the hotel industry is one of the hardest hit sectors in the pandemic, and um, this is not a surprise. But again, we're just very very happy that we. It's, we we have a project. We still have a project. Yeah, and I know it was a long time coming with this particular hotel, <laughs> and then all of a sudden COVID comes in yeah, to like delay. Twenty years coming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's been it's really been literally twenty years since things started to go south there. And um, the previous owner had held it for ten years, and um, it had been closed for five years, and it took us. Um, one, two, three, you know, three years to get it sold, but we did. So uh, it's, you know, it, what's that word? You know, you persist. We persisted. So. <laughs> yes. And and, and this- it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great ribbon cutting when we're when we're ready to open. Yes, there might be a book, and the city persisted when when it comes to the, <laughs> when it comes to the hotel. Finally, it might take some persistence. It looks like when it comes to finances, you got a briefing last night from the finance director. Uh, Ten million dollars yeah. in reserves, um, yes. but but uh, don't expect uh, black ink when it comes to the next several years. Uh, how do you feel about the outlook? Well, our financial, we've been keeping a very close eye on things. Our financial forecast um, and, and our finance director, and I'm in agreement, we're recommending no major budget cuts at this time. As you know, we spent the last three years cutting, reorganizing, climbing out of a structural deficit of $2.5 million and, and in the process rebuilt our reserves to a very healthy level, 20% of our um, general operating fund. So that's what is going to get us through, um, help us get through the next year. And so we'll keep an eye on sales tax revenues um, and other revenues, and we'll be ready to make adjustments if we need to. But at this point, you know, we can't, we, we cannot cut anymore without really starting to cut. Um, well, obviously you're cutting staff and you're also cutting programs and services. And like I said last night, this, this is a time you know, you have these emergency reserves for emergencies, and I think this qualifies. Um, people need the city programs and services. We're going to maintain them and um, be there to help our residents and our businesses. And, you know, our, our goal is to survive, and then we'll thrive on the other side of this. 
I don't want to know what an emergency is if this isn't. Yeah, I don't want another one like this either. But mm-hmm. Yes. Indeed. Mayor Diane Marlin from the city of Urbana, we appreciate your time as always, and we'll talk to you again next month. Thanks, Scott. All right, 431 DWS News Hour. Local news is coming up.